0: Welcome to Season 2 of Shine Time Radio, a maybe monthly podcast full of coaching, tarot, and life hints and tips for the dreamers, schemers, and magic makers. I'm your host, Jenny Robertson, life and intuitive coach and the holder of space over here at Shine Time Coaching. Hello, everybody. Welcome to... Oh, episode seven of season two already, and welcome to November's episode. I mean, I'm cutting it fine, aren't I, for (laughs) November's episode, seeing as uh, November's almost complete, Um, but we got here. Um, So today I'm going to cover two topics. We're going to do a little tarot tips and politics (laughs) in today's episode. Um, I'll start with chatting around some tarot stuff because I don't think I've done that for a little while. Um, and it is something I spoke about on the socials recently. And then I'm going to get into a little bit of, um, conversation around politics and why we can't be apolitical in our world anymore. Um, and yeah, what kind of politics this place holds, and it's probably really important. That everyone knows that. I think we all um, deserve to be aware of what the beliefs and fundamentals are of the people that we work with and the people that we interact with, engage with, and give our money to, and all those kind of things. So I think it is important, um, and I maybe haven't done been as ex. Explicit about what my politics are um, in quite some time. Although I'm assuming those of you that um, have been here for a while who know me and who um, engage with me on the social medias that you will kind of have an inkling and know it already. But it's always good to be really clear, isn't it? So um, I thought I would start a little bit with tarot. Um, so tarot Yeah, Tarot has a big place here. Um, And it was one of those things that was quite funny in the beginning when I really did access Tarot um, and began using it more. uh, I kind of outed myself, I suppose, as a Tarot reader and then completely embraced it. And now I'm a Tarot reader for others. (laughs) A Tarot reader um, as, and I use it Tarot as for myself every day, but I use it as a huge tool in my um, coaching, um, you know methodology and how I interact with people, so it has a big place here. And when I first started using tarot again and becoming reacquainted with it, because I had a big break from it. Um, I felt this weird, not weird, it's not weird at all because it's totally normal to feel this. I think a lot of people do, but I felt a lot of like, I need to keep it a bit a secret and, you know, I can't let it out of the bag and don't talk too much about it. You don't want to put people off. And I realized um, that was very much in the realm of what's considered acceptable spiritually or um, acceptable in terms of your faith, your uh, connection to things um whether it's source god universe whatever um that tarot still has a lot of stigma around it and partly for very good reason there's a lot of um outdated and old-fashioned and harmful views around tarot or uh, and um meanings around different cards um but also it is quite a personal um What's the word I'm using for? I find tarot can be very empowering. And I think um, that organized religions um, don't allow for a lot of space necessarily for individual empowerment through spirituality and faith. Um, That's a very big generalization and, and it's not meant to be offensive to anyone who is, Religious. I am very respectful of, of a variety of religious beliefs. Um, I'm not always respectful of harmful religious ideologies. Um, but I think that the good in religion is, it, there's a tie, there's a link to all religions that have a very similar basic um, goodness about them. And, and I think that's where, yeah, that's where there's a lot of healing and, support that can be in variety of religions and how you want to believe and what you believe. I, I love it. I think it's fascinating. Um, and tarot is mine and it's just one of the ways and it's, it's mine spiritually. Yes. But it's also my connection to myself, my connection to, um, my intuition, um, into my, you know, to be able to give myself quiet space to reflect what could be coming up for me. Um, It's like a personal conversation with myself um, and the deeper parts of me that I sometimes we all can struggle to access because of the noise of our daily lives. So for me, tarot is lots of really positive things. It's, you know, accessible therapy and healing. It's an opportunity for reflection. It's personalized support. It's a connection to our intuition. It's... um, when you find the right teachers and it's very non-judgmental, it's very inclusive, it's really accepting and it's really is a matter mirror, mirror, <laughs> mirror of and for us in our work. I laugh because mirror matter is one of those words that um, being a Canadian, um, I never get right now living in Scotland. And um, when I say it in Scotland, people still giggle because you have to have like a flick of your R's and Scottish people have a, a funny like they can say these r's, and no one else can say them like there <laughs> there's a like a a flick, so I kind of do an exaggerated mirror um but yes, so it's one of those words that comes up now, and I almost i cringe because i'm like I'm going to say it wrong either way um but yes, it, I think it's a mirror a meter of and for us and our work, and I think it's a really beautiful, beautiful. Um, tool. And I'm really, really proud now Now <laughs> to be a tarot reader and to use this um, tarot um, support for myself and for other people. I just think it's wonderful. Um, and I highly recommend for anybody to explore it and to get to know a little bit more about it. Um, but in particular, people who are feeling pulled to know to connect more to themselves, more to their, um, you know, ancestors, their spirituality, their um, intuition, their, you know, to source and whatever you believe is a bigger thing, (laughs) the bigger thing is. And I think it's, um, you know, in particular for me, I'm really always have been pulled towards nature seasons and cycles and being outside. And um, I want to be, more connected to myself but also a wider community and it provides so much f- of that for me and I know it provides so much of that for other people um but I know that there's a lot of weirdness around tarot um and I know it can has been portrayed uh even just recently I was watching an episode of Sabrina which I know was out- a <laughs> funny um very sort of I love I love it. Like, it's a great show. It's really out there in terms of like connecting witchcraft and witchery to um, Satanism and all that kind of stuff. But, you know, like you see how the tarot is used and portrayed and like, oh, God, the death card, Um, (laughs) that kind of stuff. And that's not the tarot I use. The tarot I use is very much of the school of um, Lindsey Mac um, and it's soul tarot and it's it is wonderful and the more and more I use it, the more and more I engage with it, and the more I am am able to use it for other people, the more I realize just how wonderful it is. Um, And there's lots of ways to begin to engage with it. So like, you know, when you first start, it can be a big scary and you're like, oh, this is weird. And, you know, you're not sure really how to engage. There isn't a whole lot wrong you can do, to be honest. But there are some tips to really help you get started if it is something you're interested in. Um, Of course, I'm willing and here and able to chat through with anybody who's curious about starting with tarot. Um, I do have two courses on Teachable, one's a very, a beginner's, a very, very beginner's course, really easy, light. um, And I had lovely, lovely feedback from it, just eased people into it in a really supportive way. And then I have a more intermediate one as well. So there's those resources there. Um, And I hope that there's a lot on the Instagram in particular that shares and shows how easy tarot can be to access and use. Um, But I have done a recent... Post last week specifically about this and about some tips for getting started and um, the biggest one is to trust yourself in the process and that's what I also love tarot for because it is a tool to help us um, reconnect with our own understanding and trust and trusting ourselves right Um, it is it's a big ask like to trust that how you handle the cards, like even from the deck that you picked, how you handle the cards, how the how you know when the card is ready to be turned over, how you shuffle the cards, um, and the what comes up and what you're visually seeing and how that is um what's coming up for you and trusting that the message that comes up for you is the message that wants that needs or wants to come through. And you know, there's a lot of trust expected <laughs> and that can be um trust that can be Uh, nurtured. And it's really lovely that way. Um, And you are the, you know, you are your own best expert. um, And I think that the way that tarot can be used is to really tap into that part. Um, So that's always the overall thing. If something doesn't feel right, it probably isn't right. If something doesn't um, sit well with you, maybe isn't. For you you know, there's ways to, to learn about that. And I think the more you do it, the more you do um, understand that. And I think to start with, like, you, of course, you need a deck and picking a deck is there are so there are hundreds of decks out there, like so many decks um, and have all kinds of themes. So picking a deck is going to be really, really fun, like and let I think just let yourself pick a deck that inspires you and. Um, I would say if you can get to a place where you can handle decks, then great. Not really going to happen right now much, is it? (laughs) So um, what I would be aware of when you're picking a deck is look at the imagery of it. Does it speak to you? Do you like the colors? Do you like the images? Um, Are you drawn to it? Do you want, you know, um, I would definitely find out about the um, quality of the paper or the, you know, the product that's used, the size of the cards, I prefer a bigger deck. I've got big hands and I like the heft of a bigger deck. Um, so I use the Moonchild deck. Um, I really, really love it. And I've got, um, I think, eight decks right now. And I keep buying when I have bought new decks thinking maybe this deck will be the one I end up using. And I keep coming back to my Moon Child. So you end up getting attached to decks and you can use decks for different reasons. Of course, um, having multiple decks as a tarot reader and coach for other people is important because I don't like to use my personal deck for other people. Um, however, sometimes it's just they're pretty. <laughs> you want a new deck, so spend time researching. You can, of course, can find decks on Amazon. Um, I, of course, will always encourage people to look for decks either directly from the creators, um, but you can find them on Etsy. You can find them on. There's a place in the UK and there'll be places in, in North America as well, online shops that are amazing. um, But there are as uh, one here in particular called little red tarot, which is a really lovely UK based independent shop and has so many options and they're beautiful. um. So I can highly recommend that shop. So yeah, once you've got your deck, I highly recommend doing two things is spending time pulling a card, one card every day. Don't worry about the big, huge um, spreads they can be overwhelming but I still pull a card every day or most days and I it's still my favorite way to engage with the deck um, I would also spend time like looking through the whole deck getting to know all the um, cards the imagery like seeing how what it feels like for you um, there are lots of online resources there's that you know that you can look up meanings of decks um, there's lots of really beautiful books as well Um, and yeah, I would start with that and just explore it. I would also start with, um, potentially keeping a journal and a tally of which cards you're pulling each day and, you know, noticing things like, do you pull a lot of the major arcana? Are you pulling from this, you know, are you pulling a lot of, um, court cards? Are you pulling a lot of the same, um, are you pulling a lot of swords? Are you pulling a lot of, are they coming up with a lot of reverse? Like, you know, there's lots of ways to keep tallies and to be aware of the the patterns that are coming up for you. So it's really fun. Um, I would definitely give yourself space before you pull a card to drop in and sit quietly. Take a breath. Close your eyes. Give yourself a moment just to acknowledge what you're feeling, what's going on for you. And then when you feel ready, you can open and pull a card. That just helps you connect a bit more. I go a bit deeper into how you can drop in before you pull a card in my second course, um, in particular, which, um, I felt at first a bit weird sharing cause it does get into a little bit of the, what people might call woo woo stuff, <laughs> but, um, works for me and I'm quite happy to share it when people get to that stage. So there is that there. Um, but yeah, having a bit of a moment before you pull a card is really lovely. Um, I can consider it meditation, whatever. um, I would also suggest that you ask, be mindful of the questions you're asking. You really want to be, you know, tarot isn't, for me, tarot isn't um, fortune telling. It's not going to be giving you yes and no answers about big life questions. It's more about what you're being invited into. And that question, what am I being invited to know today? Or what am I being invited to explore today? Or what am I being invited to know, um, to uh, be aware of today is a great go-to because you're not narrowing down what maybe needs to come through for you or wants to come through. Um, And yeah, keeping mindful of like what's, what does come up and writing it down and noting these things is is a lovely way to kind of keep yourself going. Um, I would definitely recommend and encourage you to embrace reversals because a lot of people have a negative uh, uh, impression about reversals being really negative negative. Um, and what they can actually share is that maybe you're complete with a cycle of work. Um, maybe there's something you still need to lean into. Maybe there's something that you're blocking yourself from. Maybe there's something that you can celebrate. And reversals are really, really supportive and really, um, mm, they give good insight. (laughs) And the last thing I would suggest is, uh, you know, social media has pros and cons, uh, and the pros are that you can search out and find a whole host of tarot readers who I, from different backgrounds, experiences, perspectives, it's an amazing place to connect with other readers or um, people who view tarot in different ways and how they, you know, like top tips that they give might sit with you better than any tip I could give. Um, It's about spending time researching who might be for you and might not be for you. So I would highly recommend doing that. Um, But yes, tarot. Yay, tarot. (laughs) I'm definitely a cheerleader and advocate for people who want to explore this. Um, And I'm very much open to people who may want to get in touch and learn a little bit more. There is a lot of um, support on, in particular, my Instagram um also through my newsletter, if you've signed up for that, I often we do a, a, a monthly poll there um, and I'm going to start sharing a few more tips around tarot as well, because I just think it's a really lovely, lovely thing. So that is around tarot. And I thought the other thing that would be really important to talk about in this month of November, considering there was a rather big politics um, issue (laughs) and political thing happening in the states in particular, which has brought up a lot of stuff for everybody, because what happens in the states isn't, um, you know, it's not in its own wee bubble, it impacts everybody. um, And the rhetoric around big political parties um, in countries that have a lot of power, um, have a really big impact on everybody. And one of the things that came up a lot, I noticed with politics and people over there was that people were being asked not to talk politics. People in the wellness, tarot, uh, therapy, um, coaching industry were being criticized for speaking politically about things. Um, and I'll say right now, I don't follow anybody in that realm who doesn't talk politics, because I think you cannot support other people without being aware of politics and being able to step away from politics is probably one of the most privileged positions anyone could be in. Um, I don't think you can work in this arena without, you know, acknowledging the unjust systems at play, how they impact us and others. Um, I think that would be to really ignore the whole person and their experiences and how they can't necessarily access things the way other people can for a variety of reasons. And I think it's really important as therapists, coaches, wellness workers, that we work every day to make things as safe and equal for as many people as we can. Um, And in my little space, I work really, really hard. I'm trying to work really hard to make it as safe for as many people as I can. And I'm learning all the time. I'm fucking up all the time. Um, I'm listening and I'm trying again and I'm going to try again and I'm always working really hard to uncover my own and understand my own biases and my own privileges. Um, and I think how, and you know, there's a lot of emotions that come up around that um, and that's fine. And I think that there's also, we can use any privilege we have to make things better for our communities and for people around us. And I think it's an everyday thing. Um, and I think it's okay if we get things wrong um, and we're, you know, called in to to make things to do better than I'm all right with that. (laughs) Um, So I think it's really important to share with you that I believe things that like language matters. I'm happy to adjust my language if it helps other people feel safer and more comfortable. um, And I'm happy to learn that I'm happy. And I, I believe other people's lived experiences. um, And just because I haven't experienced something, I don't assume it hasn't, it doesn't exist. Um, I really deeply believe in our humanity and i think that um to do better is to be is to is how we engage with our humanity i believe that we can learn as we go and grow and that we don't have to know it all to know what's right i don't think we have to know all the nitty-gritty facts to know what's some- when something's not right or when something is right and, the be- and being on the right side um of things um I believe in and support the rights of and equality for LGBTQ plus, BIPOC um, worker, you know, sorry BIPOC people, um, humans, <laughs> sex workers, immigrants, asylum seekers, anyone living with disabilities. I believe in Black Lives Black Lives Matter. I believe um, in land back for Indigenous folks and reparations. I believe minimum wage should be more than a living wage. Um, that many, if not all, drugs should be decriminalized at the very least and that more funds should be put towards quality, justice-led education, health care and mental health supports for everybody. I believe in a working and supportive welfare system, that I believe that assisted dying is a personal choice and in a woman's right to choose. Um, essentially, I believe in the autonomy of our own lives, bodies, minds, souls and spirits, and that we can support everyone to have the same. I really believe deeply in community And I think we can discuss fears and worries around what these things might look like. But I absolutely will not debate about another person's right to exist with freedom and fairness. And that's just crucial for me. Um, And that's what I'm always striving more for. Um, And these are big things. I'm learning new stuff all the time. There's stuff I never had the lived experience or was aware of growing up. Um, I grew up in a fairly sheltered way. It doesn't mean I can't be open to learning about people's lived experiences now. Um, I'm a 43-year-old woman. (laughs) um, And I'm learning all the time. And that's to me, that's my job. That's what I'm here for. Um, and I don't think I could be in the wellness profession if I'm not willing to make things safer for everybody. If I'm not willing to acknowledge that things aren't fair um, and the political parts of things, politics, you know, impacts my life um, to a lesser extent than it maybe impacts other people, but it impacts my life. And we're talking about things, women's rights, um, women's right to choose um, what we choose to do with our own bodies. um, When you're looking at, you know, patriarchal um, uh, horribleness, <laughs> and you're looking at, you know, women's safety and how we present ourselves and how we're being judged all the time, I, that affects me and impacts me. Um, I don't have to just stop there <laughs> to believe that there's that's all I'm going to do to make things more right and fair because that's what impacts me. Um, I think that if things aren't fair for anybody, then they're not really fair for anybody. You know what I mean? So yeah, that's where I'm at politically. And this place is a bit, a whole lot political. (laughs) And I will speak about things like that. Um, I also recognize that because of my lived experiences, I might not be the right coach for everybody because I maybe can't understand 100% how somebody um, has experienced something in their life. For example, racism. Um, but I'll try my darndest to make sure I'm not causing more harm in it. Um, so yeah, this is a this space is it's my pride and joy, <laughs> um, out with my family and my son and our unit, and that's you know really my other pride and joy. But out with that. This is my pride and joy. And I love this space. I love this community. Um, I love it because I know that we are here to learn and grow together. um, And it is one of my favorite things around what social media could be. Um, And so this space really is for exploring and healing and growing. And it's a space where we can mess up and learn and try again. And it's a space That's political, as I said, um, because our lives are heavily impacted by politics and we can't pretend it's not. Um, It's a place that I hope is rich in humanity and that values humanity above all else. Um, I I want it to be open and honest. I want it to be spiritual. It's also silly and fun um, and real with touches of whimsy and joy. (laughs) Um, It's a little bit witchy and it's a little bit sweary and it's you know full of hope with you know dashes of magic and um yeah it's a weird mix of coaching strategies and tarot intuition and it's wonderful for it and I'm really really glad that you're all here and I'm glad that you are on this journey with me um and yeah I really love that we can embrace a space and um, be part of a space that is supportive and respectful and always open to learning. Cause I wouldn't expect anything less of us. I think that's what we are here to do. I think it's part of our path in life. Um, and I will do my utmost to protect this space. Um, so yes, that's what this space is. And here's to deeper dives and more expansive experiences and more community contributions. Um, I have a feeling there's gonna be things are gonna be more expansive and deeper um than they have been before and i'm I'm here for that <laughs> I'm so here for that, so yes, thank you very much for joining me for the these tarot tips and politics. We chat um and just to remind you those of you who um, are aware of the the offering that I have going on. There's one more week left and there's two spaces left for my year ahead reading offering. I've only had room for nine spaces um, energetically because they're big, big readings. Um, and I've got, you know, another life <laughs> besides this job um, and this this vocation. Um, I'm a teacher and um, a mom and a wife and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, trying to make sure I fit it in in balance. And that is... Um, how I'm going to be able to do that. So I'm so grateful. Seven spaces have already been snatched up and um, I, I love it. I would love it if the other two were. Um, but yeah, feeling very, very um, grateful for this opportunity to sort of explore this with my weird and wonderful mix of coaching and tarot and being, and embracing it all. And uh, I'm very thankful to those who have stuck around and... Um, are here for it. I love it. <laughs> Thank you again and enjoy your the rest of your November and I'll speak to you again in December. Thanks for listening. If you would like to learn more about me and my work, you can head over to the website www.shinetimecoaching.com and you can follow me over on Instagram at shinetime underscore coaching. If you enjoyed listening, it would mean an awful lot to this coach if you would consider leaving a review on your podcast listening platform of choice. It really helps the visibility of the work we're doing together and it allows others to find us. I hope your month is full of what you want and need. Big hugs and love from me to you.